Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. DFS, DFS. Now we put together a NASCAR lineup uh, for you as well, or at least we've got uh, we have a couple of lineups. We'll share with you some of the hot drivers this week at Pocono. Major League Baseball, got a DFS uh, lineup uh, for you as well. DraftKings, Major League Baseball uh, lineup. We've got a ton of picks uh, for you. Too many picks, actually. You know, we like everything, man. Like, um, it's one of those nights tonight. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm just looking at the baseball games one by one. And I'm like, man, I like this game. I like that matchup. I like this spot. This guy's in a good spot. This pitcher's a gas can. It's uh, it's dangerous. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's dangerous. You're going to bet, you know, I've got action on eight baseball games uh, tonight. And, you, you know, normally I don't do this. Last night, you know, good example, I had three baseball picks. Of course, there was the NBA Finals last night, which we absolutely crushed it. Uh, but uh, I, I would have preferred if Golden State would have covered the 12 and a half uh, as well. But we hit all those team totals. And everything else in between. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll track down Benny Ricciardi here in a couple of minutes. We talked about Gary Sanchez uh, is out tonight. And uh, we tracked down Benny Ricciardi. Uh, you know what, Benny? I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to talk to you because I don't think we've spoken you know, besides on Twitter since uh, since that jet game in the parking lot. Uh, great, great time. I didn't like the way the game turned out, but... I love baseball, but I can't wait to talk to you about Jets football again, uh, Benny. Football's around the corner, dude, only a couple of months. Yeah, you know, I'm not really that in the mood to talk about Jets football. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be another one of those seasons, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm a Bills fan. Listen, Tom Brady and the Patriots, it's only a couple of years left of them, right? Eventually, they're going to go away. And then despite how useless the Bills are and how useless the Jets are and the Dolphins... One of one of us will win. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I will say this. I love I love the Jets defense. I love the defense. I love the moves that they made to bring in the corner. Like that's gonna be good. The problem is, you know, you got a rookie quarterback and I don't care how good people think this kid's gonna be, he's a rookie quarterback. You know, I mean Peyton Manning was one of the best we've ever seen and as a rookie he threw twenty something interceptions. So, you know, rookie quarterbacks are rookie quarterbacks. You can't you know, you gotta take your growing pain. So there's gonna be some. Hopefully we get him out of the way this year and like you said, when Brady gets out of the way, maybe they'll be in a position then. So we'll see what happens. I got to say, though, as a Bills fan, I'm not a fan of your loudmouth uh, safety out of LSU, Adams, talking about picking off my boy uh, Josh Allen already. You know, oh, when, he do- when he does, it'll be his first freaking interception. Like, the guy's on the Jets, he's got zero picks, and he's running his mouth. Welcome to 2018, Benny. <laughs> hey, that's the New York That's the New York in him, man. You got to like that, man. I, we like that around here, you know? That's, uh, that's why a lot of Jets fans were hoping we got some Baker Mayfield action or something. We like the loud mouth. Yeah, I know. I, know. I like how he picks down, though. He's not, like, talking crap to, like, Tom Brady. He's like, I'll pick on, <laughs> I'll pick on the dude that's not in the league yet, you know? Yeah, he, he, he's no dummy. He knows his role. <laughs> All right, so so what's the deal? You're at, uh, you're at a uh, youth uh, baseball game right now? You're at your kid's baseball game? Yeah, my son's actually up right now. I need him to get a hit because I took the over, and right now there's only three runs in this game, so we need some scores. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, do you get mad at him if he doesn't produce enough fantasy points? Like, do you tell him, listen, kid, you only had four DK points tonight. That's not good enough. <laughs> well, the first the first at-bat, he walked, and then he stole second, and he scored a run. So so he, he paid off his salary in the first at-bat. So I was pretty happy with that. That's awesome. And I don't think any worse of me, but I've actually bet on the Little League World Series before. I, I, I'm not kidding when I said I have the over in this game. I, I bet with one of the other uh, one of the other stats every time we're here. We got to do something to keep it interesting. All right, so keep us okay. Well, we'll get into some DFS. So keep us. How, how's he at bat going right now? Is he still at bat? 
Yeah, it's uh, to be honest, it's Little League. He's nine. If there's two pitches that get thrown over the plate during an at-bat, that's a lot. So I think it's three and one right now. So my guess is he's going to walk again. Yeah, good. Take a couple <laughs> I'd, put, I'd put money on that one with you. <laughs> man, what I, what, I, what I would kill, you know, what I would give, man, I'm not one of these guys that wants to be in the past and stuff, but, you know, great, great memories playing baseball, except I played in the hood and stuff, and I swear to God, dude, it's a true story. One time we were about to start a game, and a cop showed up and took our pitcher because the kid stole he stole someone's bike to come to the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> the cop, man, the coach is like, listen, can you take him there? Like, no, 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 we're taking him now. We had to, like, have a relief pitcher start the game. It was like a big circus and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. You can't even yeah. you can't even make that up. No, no, it was it was it was right out of the Simpsons with with Nelson Munch there and stuff with Simpson. I was it was hilarious. The kid, our coach was freaking out. He's like, "How stupid are you? Like, wow, you stole someone's bike and and led led, led the trail here." All right, so did he walk yet? Yeah, he's on, he's on first right now. So they, he he leads off. So the two kids hitting behind him. They have three kids that can actually hit the ball. So hopefully one of them makes contact and brings them in. So we'll All see right. what happens. So this is why they uh, they pay me these, you know, not-so-big bucks, but I'm employed. This is why I'm employed, because I'm good at segues like this. Who's a better pitcher, the kid on the hill right now or Andrew Kashner pitching tonight? And is the Yankees stack the way to go? <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we talked about it last night, because last night... That it's the same guys. Exactly. Yeah, it was easy for me today. I figured, yeah. you know what, I did all this research. I'm like, wow, I liked Gardner last night. I like Gardner tonight. <laughs> You know, and, and the funny thing, too, which I guess it has something to do with the size of the slate. If you look at the prices of all the guys on the Yankees tonight, at least on DraftKings, they're all cheaper than they were last night, too. So if we like the stack last night and we're willing to pay up for it, you got to like it tonight if it's even cheaper. So that just makes it a better play. Uh, Gary Sanchez is a scratch tonight, so he's, uh, he's not going to be in the lineup. But I went with Aaron Judge, uh, Brett Gardner, Didi Gregorius, and uh, I was going to take Sanchez, but I don't have a problem with Greg Bird. Uh, you know, the yep. thing is, you know, I like Bird last night, but there's just more options here tonight. And uh, and even Hicks as well. So what's your take? Who are some of the guys in general you're looking at tonight or you play tonight? Not yeah, just I mean, in this game. Not just in this game, but in general. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the Yankee stack is going to be kind of chalky tonight, and that makes sense. They're in a good spot here. Um, the guys in the Colorado Dodgers game are always going to be chalky with the game in Colorado and two bad pitchers going on. The bats that I like tonight, though, I'm a really big fan of the Milwaukee Brewers tonight, especially the right-handed bats in that game. You got guys like Braun. You got guys like um, Jesus Aguiar, who's got really good numbers. People don't even realize Lorenzo Cain absolutely crushes lefties. Even Domingo Santana hitting yeah. down there in the six hole, you know, he's cheap, and he's a guy that hits lefties pretty well, too. So I do have a lot of exposure to Milwaukee. You know, they're a team that I don't think is going to be as chalky as, you know, the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Rockies playing in Coors Field. So, you know, they're somebody that I'm hoping can uh, help me win a tournament tonight. You know where there's correlation in that between betting and fantasy, uh, Benny, is I've been talking about this all year. The Milwaukee Brewers are a damn good baseball team. And mm-hmm. they, put, they put money in your pocket. They're never big favorites. Like when, no. they're, at, when they're at home, they're minus 140. When they're on the road... You know, they're minus plus 110 or a pick them, et cetera. You know, tonight, mm-hmm. look, they're playing the worst team in base. They have the best team in the National League against the worst team in the American League. They're minus 135 tonight. So it's the same thing in DFS. They're not sexy names and stuff as these big-name city teams, so people don't buy into them as much. But they're, they're, they're money. Like Milwaukee have been freaking money this year in fantasy and in reality. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned that, you know, that's part of – playing DFS is you want to find the teams that other people aren't really on that have just as good a chance of putting up seven or eight runs as, you know, the teams that everybody's on. And Milwaukee is one of those teams. That's part of the reason I like them tonight. They're always lower owned than you feel like they should be. And especially against, the, you know, Hector Santiago was so bad that he couldn't make the Angels pitching staff. The Angels pitching staff is, is horrible at this point in time, completely falling apart. This guy has been a gas can. He's a a lefty that gives up a ton of fly balls. A lot of those fly balls turn into home runs. And he's playing a team filled with right-handed bats that hit home runs. So everything kind of, you know, goes together and kind of works together for, you know, the Brewers to be a really good position tonight. Uh, from a betting standpoint, I like the Chicago Cubs uh, tonight. So Wheeler, mm-hmm. Wheeler's on the hill. We're seeing that the, uh, the Cubs are starting to come alive. The bats are starting to come alive a bit. 
uh, right now. What about Wheeler tonight, and do you think the Cubs rough him up? I mean, he's given up. Uh, he's been hit hard in his last five starts. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned the one thing that's really helping them out a lot right now. You know, Anthony Rizzo had a 198 Babbitt coming into last week, which yep. is, for those, for those who aren't big on that stat, you know, it's basically it's batting average and balls in play. Usually you see guys somewhere around, like, the 300 range, a little above that. It's kind of normal, and that's usually where, you know, Rizzo has been sometimes even higher throughout his career. So at 198, you figured he was going to turn it around. It wasn't like he was missing the ball. You know, he was hitting the ball. He just was hitting it right at people. So you're starting to see that turnaround for him. He's starting to lift the ball a little bit more. His ISO score was down, so that brings it up. And when you get that big power bat going, it just kind of gets everybody else going because now guys in front of him are like, hey, I got to get on base to give him a chance to hit a home run. You know, the guys behind him know that, you know, he's a high on base guy, so they're going to have RBI opportunities too. You know, all that stuff kind of works together. So I agree with you. I like the Cubs a lot here. You know, Wheeler has had a couple good starts this year, but for the most part, he's still a guy that's given up way too many hits and walks, and, you know, eventually that stuff catches up to you. I almost had to do a double take. We'll get you out of here in a minute, uh, Benny, but I almost had to do a double take with Bartolo Colon gunning for his 243rd victory. It's like, you know, it's it's unbelievable. A time with Juan Marichal for uh, most by a pitcher from the Dominican Republic. 45 years old but you know he really is a it's a it's amazing to see what he does but you always get the feeling that there's an implosion coming <laughs> and mm-hmm. i sort of feel it tonight i think the angels hit him i think the angels hit him tonight i think the angels are in a good spot to, tonight what's your take on cologne and you know do you avoid him do you play against him generally what what do you do when you see cologne but see, I, I take a different take on him than other people do. A lot of people want to stack against him because sometimes he looks good and sometimes he looks horrible. And a lot of it has to do with the umpire and whether or not the umpire has given him that strike zone. Because the one thing about Bartolo Colon, I mean, he only throws fastballs at this point in his career, but he has pinpoint accuracy. So if you give him two inches on the outside corner, he's going he's gonna to throw the next pitch three inches off of it. And if you call that a strike, <laughs> the next one's going to be four. And, and he'll just live out there all day long if you let him. The thing about him, though, is he doesn't walk guys. He has a very low whip, so it's not like he's giving up a ton of hits. The problem is the hits he does give up tend yeah. to be home runs because, I mean, let's face it, he's throwing an 89-mile-an-hour fastball to Major League Baseball hitters. You know, a lot of those guys are going to be able to turn on that and put it in the seats. So when he misses the spots or if he's not getting that outside corner, that's usually when he gets hit hard. But what I like to do is look for guys that have power against Bartolo Colon because most of the time when the runs are scored against them, it usually tends to be via the home run. Benny Ricciardi. All right, so what happened, Benny? Is he on base still, or has he scored? What's up? Yeah, there's one out. He's on second right now. Uh, another kid walked, so it's first and second. They have, this, they have this rule where after four walks, the coach comes out and pitches, and you know, the kid just starts <laughs> teeing off. So I think they're, uh, they're getting one walk away from getting that going this inning, and then that's usually when all the runs come. Yeah, it sounds like the pitchers have some control issues. <laughs> yeah, I, I said to Florio when I came on, it's like watching the Mets. Exactly. Uh, That's great that you're laying it down uh, on the over. We were talking the other day. um, uh, You know, I was talking about like the people were asking me the craziest things that I bet on before, and uh, I freak people out. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but me and my buddies, we used to play uh, Madden. Obviously, you know, EA Madden for for money. Yep. But we would bet money on the out of town scoreboard games. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome yeah so like you know like they would pop up the out of town scoreboard and we'd yep. actually say right, I'll take the chargers plus six and you get you know what I mean? <laughs> we'd go we'd go and I was thinking that's pretty good but I popped in one the other day you know in the me too movement this would never work Benny but in the old days me and my buddies used to bet like 20 bucks and ask the waitress what color panties she was wearing like I was thinking yeah. I was thinking if you did that now like, I'd get fired. Like, Cardano would say, Gabe, uh, there's a report on TMZ. You uh, you asked the waitress what color her panties are. <laughs> so, Gabe, I got, I got one for you. I think you'll enjoy this one. So, so one of my buddies told me this is the best way to find the, you know, the girl that you can take home when you go into a bar. <laughs> yeah. you, so, he says you walk into the bar and you yell out real loud. You'd be like, you cheating, you know, such and such. And whichever girl turns around, you know that's the one that's, uh, you know. <laughs> that's the one That's the one you invest your time in. You have to. That's, it. that's who you buy a drink for. That's awesome. <laughs> Benny, great to catch up with you. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Oh, no problem. Anytime, man. Be good. Hey, where can people find you on Twitter and, uh, and get your great fantasy insight? 
Yeah, you can find me uh, at BennyR11, uh, Benny with a Y. And then, you know, if you're looking for me, you can always go to the Guru Elite website as well. That's where all my stuff is right now. Perfect. Guru Elite. Benny Ricciardi, one of the best in the business. Thanks, uh, Benny. Always a pleasure, my man. No problem. Anytime, bro. Be good. There's uh, Benny Ricciardi uh, with us. Let him get back to his uh, kids. But see, that's why Benny's a pro. He steps up and in. You know, Joe Lisi can't join us. Oh, my daughter's graduating from high school. Weak excuse. Like Florio was off last week. Oh, I got to take a relative to the medical issue. See, Benny Ricciardi, he's at a kid's baseball game. He steps up, Florio. <laughs> he steps up. Benny's I the had man. to let him go. I had to let him go, though. Those kids were driving me crazy in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why you let him go early. That makes sense. <laughs> well, also, his kid's on, you know, his kid's on, you know, his kid's on base and stuff. I kind of felt like a jerk talking to the guy while his kid's playing baseball. <laughs> that that does make sense. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's sort of like we're interrupting on his, like, his fatherly type stuff, but not really. He admitted he's betting on it with other parents to make it interesting. So, like, that's why I like Benny. He keeps, he keeps it real. But, see, so yeah, Wheeler's on the hill tonight. And I swear, every time you think and, you know, you look at the numbers – and all oh, this guy's getting tagged. <laughs> and watch, watch Wheeler throw a gem here tonight. But I think we're seeing something with the Chicago Cubs. And Rizzo really has started to come alive right now for the past couple of weeks. Very similar to Matt Carpenter with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. So we'll share our baseball lineup on the other side. Thanks to Benny Ricciardi. Talk some NASCAR. I've got a ton of best bets for you. So we'll get into the best bets uh, soon, too, here, because there's so many of them. Lineup Lock Live, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. All right, Betty Ricciardi. Passed along a message. He loves uh, Captain Nemo tonight. Put a sawbuck on Captain Nemo. Brandon Nemo. Full slate of Major League Baseball uh, this evening. We're excited. Uh, we'll see what happens. Could be dangerous, man. We're betting on eight freaking baseball games tonight. Probably nine when it's all when it's all said and done. All right, um, so let's let's jump uh, let's jump in right now. As uh, one thing, listen, I'm not pretending to be the biggest uh, Major League Baseball DFS guru out there, but if there's one thing I think that we can pull a Barry Horowitz uh, with and pat ourselves on the back uh, is our pitchers. Um, we've done a great job identifying the mid-tier pitchers, and um, we've been stacking our lineups with the fat bats. But to be honest with you, I really don't know if it's working and. You know, next week I think I'll try to mix it up a little bit and go more with the aces because I think if you spend the money on pitching, if you get a good pitcher, you're really guaranteed getting 35, 40 DK points, et cetera, if not more, as opposed to you can stack your lineup with all the best hitters in baseball, but the law of average is even the best hitter is only going to be successful three out of ten times, et cetera, right? So, I, you know, I don't know if my approach has actually been a smart one, but – Tell my baseball betting, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you that much. So let's start off uh, with Nicholas tonight in the St. Louis Cardinals, man. Uh, this guy's uh, been unbelievable. All right, 6-0, 2.58 earner on average. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals have won eight of his ten starts uh, this year. Um, I, Cardinals are starting to heat up uh, right now. Cardinals are a good baseball team. Um, they're, they're starting to heat up offensively. They're getting good uh, pitching. Now, He's been uh, he's been money, uh, but 
he gave up uh, four runs against Pittsburgh last time up, but that was at PNC, and uh, he's much, much better at home. He's got a 1.53 earned run average in four home home starts uh, this year. So we're going to go with uh, Miklas uh, tonight, St. Louis uh, Cardinals. Um, Cam was talking about uh, the uh, leaky faucets. Uh, well, the leaky faucets have been uh, tightened up right now, as uh, Mike Lee was uh, great in his uh, last start. He only gave up a one run. Surrendered four hits over eight innings of work against the Minnesota Twins. He's two and zero in his last uh, four outings. He's only uh, he's you know, the runs, man. He's given up uh, three or fewer runs in uh, three of the starts. And what I like here as well, he's one and zero with a two point seven seven earned run average and a zero point nine two WHIP in his two career starts against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, and we talked about it earlier with the Rays. The Rays are starting Sergio Romo tonight. Uh, bull, bullpen by committee start uh, tonight uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. I think the Seattle Mariners are going to win this baseball game. And I think that Mike Leake should be able to give us six, seven innings of uh, pretty quality, quality. You know, listen, he's not going to strike out 13 guys. But I think we can get the win. I think uh, he'll keep the runs down. He'll keep the hits down. And uh, we'll rack up some DK points. And now we'll be able to throw some money around. I wanted to take Gary Sanchez this evening and pick on uh, Kashner, but, you know, it's kind of predictable. Like Benny stated, everybody's going to be stacking the Yankees uh, here this evening. Um, so uh, with Sanchez being out, we went with uh, Sal Perez. Now, this is uh, this is a projection. Uh, the computer projections love Sal Perez tonight, $4,100. I would have preferred Sanchez, to be honest with you. <laughs> But it is what it is. Now, I was talking earlier about uh, Valbuena. Value Valbuena uh, this evening. We're gonna we're rolling the dice. I like Bartolo Colon, but as Benny Ricciardi noted, when, when Colon gets hit, he gets hit hard. All right? And I get the feeling that the Angels are going to tattoo him tonight. You know, the Angels have been a better team on the road than they have been at home. And I'm talking about everybody. Their hitting splits, their pitching splits, their one-loss record. The Angels have been a better road team than home team this year. The Angels struggled on the road this week. They couldn't, you know, they couldn't beat Detroit. They couldn't buy a break. You know, they got their ass kicked. They lost close games. They lost blowouts. Things sort of fell apart for the Angels a little bit. Generally, I like to stay away from teams and players. And this is from betting and from a DFS perspective even. A lot of times, guys, when teams get back after a prolonged road trip, they struggle in the first game back. You'll see it in the NBA, you'll see it in the NHL, and you'll see it in Major League Baseball. NFL is different, football is different because it's only 16 games, etc. cetera. Uh, but, you know, when a team is away from home for 10 days, or they're, you know, like a team like the Angels, they're on the East Coast for a week and a half or two weeks or a week or whatever, and things suck and they didn't really win a lot of games, you know, generally they get back home and I want to avoid them. But I like to avoid teams that had successful road trips. Successful, it's a, there's a difference. You have a successful road trip, you come back home and it's like, all right, man, you know, you sort of ease up a little bit. You're back home, you got to take care of business, you have personal family obligations. And I mean, these, these guys are professional athletes, but they're just normal dudes as well. You know what I mean? They got girlfriends, and some of them have multiple girlfriends, and, you know, business deals, and, you know, dogs, and just, you know, standard life type stuff. Like anybody that's been on the road, you get home, you got stuff you got to take care of. These guys are no different. Oftentimes, it's a distraction, and oftentimes, too, I think it is actually women. You know, they're back home, the girl that they're dating or whatever, you know, they, you know, these guys, it's not like they're committed to, uh, you know, to the game 100%. 24 hours a day, right? So I like to avoid teams. Long story short, I'm pulling a Teddy Covers and I'm rambling. Pulling a a Teddy. I love Teddy. But um, long story short, I'm telling you right now, guys, watch, you know, and if you don't know this trend already, but keep your eye on it. Teams that have successful road trips in the NBA, Major League Baseball, or the NHL in the regular season always lose the first game back home. But the Angels didn't have a successful road trip. And I think they're chomping at the bit to turn things around. I think it sort of flips. I think they'll start to win some uh, some home games uh, right now. And uh, let's start uh, here with uh, with Lewis 
value Valbuena. He's got two home runs and three RBIs in seven at-bats against Bartolo Colon. Cam brought up his power uh, earlier on the program. And uh, he had two home runs uh, the other night. Two home runs a few games ago. He's very, very cheap tonight as well. In a good spot. You know, so listen, he had two home runs a couple of games ago. And uh, he's he's faced Bartolo Colon seven times. He only has seven at-bats. And he's got two home runs against him as well. So I think we've got some, uh, I think there's an opportunity for Valbuena to, uh, to potentially go deep or rack one off the wall here uh, this evening. All right, um, Ian Kinsler. Here's another guy. We're taking a look at Ian Kinsler. All right, uh, Kinsler's starting to heat up a little bit, and I like to buy in on these guys. Uh, Benny was talking about with Rizzo. We talked about it with Matt Carpenter in the past. Now you look at uh, Kinsler. All right, he's got uh, eight hits in his last three games, a home run, three doubles, uh, 55 DraftKings points. In the last uh, three games, in a nice spot tonight against Bartolo Colon. Speaking of the Chicago Cubs, taking on uh, Wheeler tonight and the uh, New York Metropolitans. The Nye, uh, the Nye Metropolitans, Florio's favorite baseball squadron, as Apu would say. Chris Bryant, two for four. Uh, last night, 12 DK points. Cubs bat starting to come alive tonight. Wheeler is winless in his last five starts. Uh, he's got a 6.43 earned run average over his last five games. As well, I think the Cubs are going to win. I think they're going to hit Wheeler tonight, and I think Bryant will be one of them. Uh, Gregorius, a streaky hitter, uh, but I like the spot here versus Kashner. He's uh, he's had success at Camden Yards before. He's hit a couple of home runs uh, there at Camden before. And what I like about Gregorius here is the fact that he hasn't hit a home run in six baseball games. I think he's due. And I'm going to look like a prophet here because I'm telling you right now, Didi Gregorius goes deep tonight and hits a home run. Speaking of the New York Yankees, Brett Gardner. I like Gardner last night. I mean, you know, Gardner a couple of nights ago had that big, uh, big, big performance, uh, four hits, racked up a you know, million points. Uh, no reason why he can't um, have a productive night once again here this evening. He's 8 for 17 with three home runs over his last four games. I think Brett Gardner keeps this going. Uh, tonight, I love the Yankee stack, but everyone's going to be on it. Uh, Mike Trout. I don't often get to take Mike Trout because he's so expensive, but because I saved so much money on my stellar pitching choices uh, tonight, or at least I hope, uh, we're going to eat healthy tonight. Need some trout, Mike Trout. Uh, we're you know we're rolling the dice here that Bartolo Colon has a rough uh, rough night, and Mike Trout can uh, make him have a rough night. Mike Trout has 18 career at bats against Bartolo Colon. He's hit three home runs, all right? He's 10 for 18, guys, with three home runs against Bartolo Colon. Yes, he's expensive, but he's worth it. Um, And as far as um, our last outfielder is concerned, man, we got a powerful lineup tonight. Aaron Judge, Judge Dredd, number one projected outfielder as far as all the computer projections are concerned uh, here this evening. We know that he absolutely crushes uh, righties. Great spot here versus Kashner. I, you know, I'm very, I'm, uh, I'm very pleased with my outfield here this evening. And Brett Gardner, Mike Trout, and Aaron Judge. So, in, um, in conclusion, and to recap, I got Miklas as my pitcher from the Cardinals. I've got uh, Mike Leak. I've got Sal Perez at catcher. I got Valbuena, Ian Kinsler. Chris Bryant, Dini Gregorius, Brett Gardner, Mike Trout, and Aaron Judge. Now, as far as uh, NASCAR uh, is concerned, you know, NASCAR has been very, very predictable uh, this year. There's been 13 races. Two drivers have won nine of them, all right? Harvick has won, what, five times, and Bush has won four times. So it's been very, very dominant in the sense that it's basically been the Harvick or the, the, the Kyle Busch show. Now, what's interesting about the race this week um, at the Poconos here, what's interesting about this race is the last seven races here, there's been seven different winners. So as, as predictable as NASCAR normally is, this one really hasn't been all that predictable. But there's a lot of the usual suspects uh, here, including including the Bush head head uh, head for the mountains 
the Bush brothers. Now, both the Bush brothers are in play here, all right? You know, we can talk, you know, listen, Kyle Bush has been dominant, but, you know, uh, Kurt Bush has won here three times, all right? Uh, he won in 2016 here. He's been a runner-up five times at uh, Pocono. Now, this is where I had a tri- uh, tricky one. I like both Bush brothers, and we'll get to, uh, those were uh, Kurt's numbers. We'll get to Kyle in a second. But as much as I like, uh, as much as I like the Bush brothers, I had a tough choice here. Now, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson is sort of a forgotten driver right now. You know, listen, it's not he's not as dominant as he was. We're talking about one of the greatest uh, teams and drivers of all time. But this guy has led 738 laps here at Pocono. All right, the active uh, lap leader here. Last week, they finished in fifth place. They have that new car. And listen, the car wasn't doing them any favors, but I think they're starting to figure it out a little bit. We know that Jimmy Johnson could drive these tracks drunk and get blindfolded. All right? I mean, you know, this guy, like I said, I mean, these guys have never, you know, a lot of these drivers never had 738 laps here in their in their career, let alone led them. You know, so Jimmy Johnson, I think, is is live and dangerous, but for pretty much the same price. And as far as Jimmy is concerned, he's a three-time winner here. He's got 19 top tens in his career here, Jimmy Johnson. But why take Jimmy Johnson while well, we can get Denny Hamlin? I was going to take Jimmy Johnson. And I was like, you know what? Denny Hamlin's the active uh, leader with four wins at Pocono, gunning for his first win of the season. We talked about this race, the last seven races here. There's been uh, seven different winners. So it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, it's impossible for anybody else to win. For the record, Kevin Harvick has never won here before. Now, now he's been runner-up a couple of times, but he's never uh, he's never won here before. So as we mentioned, Hamlin's uh, won the most times out of any active driver here. He's got four wins at Pocono. Uh, the last time that he raced at Pocono, he started fourth. He ended up finishing fourth. He had uh, 18, 18 leading laps along the way. There's not really a lot to like, not to like about Denny Hamlin here. All right, so he's got four career wins here. He's got 10 top fives. He's got 15 top tens. He has a career average finish of 11.8 uh, in 24 races. So when it was all said and done, I decided to go with uh, Denny Hamlin instead instead of Jimmy Johnson. Um, so we were talking about um, uh, Kyle Busch and how good his car is. Eric Jones has got a damn good car as well. And Eric Jones has had success here. He's finished third here before. He's finished eighth here before. Eric Jones is an affordable price. Um, I tell you what, Matt Kenseth actually won Pocono in the 20 car here before as well a couple of years ago. Um, you know, I think Eric Jones is somebody that's going to rack up, uh, give you some nice points. Now, as far as Kyle Busch is concerned, we like Bush, the, both the uh, the Bush uh, brothers here. Uh, we saw what he did last week, Coca-Cola 600, 377 freaking laps, man. That's, that's just unbelievable. You know, over the last six races, he's got an average score of 80.3 DraftKings points. 80.3 DraftKings points per freaking race, man. Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch probably going to win this race. He's If you're betting on this race, I think Kyle Busch is the choice. I think Kyle Busch gets it done uh, here. Like we said, Harvick's never won here before, so you know he wants to get it done. But I think Kyle Busch uh, is the one that gets it done. And our value pick is McDowell. Uh, McDowell. I was reading Jim Sonnes' uh, work, and I like Jim Sonnes a lot. We should get him on the show, actually. He does some good stuff. And um, I was looking for a value pick, and I was going to go with Ty Dillon, actually. And then I see I see McDowell flying under the radar here. 18th in Charlotte, uh, 20th in Kansas, top 25 average uh, running position in four straight races. Uh, last year at Pocono, he finished 24th and 18th. And we're talking about a driver that's like dirt cheap here. So, you get what you pay for. But McDowell could be worth a look. If you're looking for that, you know, the lower tier value pick because you got to squeeze somebody in here, I think you look at Ty Dillon or you look at McDowell. And I wouldn't have a problem with either one, but I went with McDowell, $5,800. So my NASCAR lineup, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Kurt Busch, Eric Jones, McDowell, and our other value pick, Casey Kane. Casey Kane, 
$6,700. He's won here before. He's got a great track record and, uh, and history here at uh, Pocono. We're going to uh, fill him in for uh, $6,700. So we've got Kyle Busch, 11-3. Denny Hamlin, 9-1. Kurt Busch, 8-5. Eric Jones, 8-4. Casey Kane, 6-7. And McDowell, 5-8. And as far as betting on this race is concerned, I like Kyle Busch. Listen, there's nothing sexy about this, man. There's been 13 freaking races this year in the NASCAR circuit, and two guys have won nine of them. It's the Harvick, and it's the Bush show. And I think this week it'll once again be the Bush show. Do we have time to throw together a UFC lineup? Maybe on the other side? I don't know. We got a lot of picks to get to. (laughs) We got a lot of picks to get to. For the record, the UFC does not go off the board until 8 o'clock on DraftKings. Don't forget, you can play free DFS baseball and win two tickets to the 2018 World Series to a game. DailyRoto.com, DKMS. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Walking in Memphis. I was I, I've been to Memphis, Tennessee. I screwed up, man. I was kind of late for my plane, and I was hungover, and uh, I could have went to Elvis's house, and I didn't. I, I really do regret it. Now, we were talking about Josh Donaldson earlier. Big Will sends in a tweet. I see here. Toronto Blue Jays placed Josh Donaldson on the DL. They thought he was going to be able to come back uh, tonight. Evidently not. It's been a big, big train wreck and circus for Josh Donaldson. And I got to tell you what, this will be part of Mark Shapiro's legacy, the general manager of the Toronto Blue Jays and how he handles this deal. I mean, you look at from the first damn inning of the first damn game this year for the Toronto Blue Jays in which Josh Donaldson, you know, there was a like a... Uh, ground ball to uh, to third base in the first game of the year, the Blue Jays' first game of the year, and he throws the ball to first base, he one-hops it. And, you know, the announcers, well, I think the ball slipped. You know, first game, ha-ha, ball sort of slipped. You know, happens a couple innings later again, same thing. And then basically they're like, oh, he's got dead arm. It's like, well, if he has dead arm, why the hell do you have him out there like throwing a ball from third base? Doesn't make much sense now, does it? Now, the thing is, Josh Donaldson is a free agent after this year, and he will be a valuable commodity. He would have been a valuable, but he could have been a valuable commodity. And the thing is, the Toronto Blue Jays really have no interest in keeping him. It's like the worst kept freaking secret in baseball. You know, there's no secret that the 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 Blue Jays have no interest in winning. You know, they're one of they're, they're one of the richest corporations that are owned. Rogers owns Rogers communications owns them one of the richest companies literally in the world one of the most successful and richest companies in the world they have no interest in spending money on the team for real they just want to be you know 500 and have people come buy their jerseys and pay 18 bucks a beer and go home so they don't it's not like they they want to win so we all know they're trading donaldson but they've screwed this up pretty damn good 
I mean, he was hurt from day one. They didn't handle it properly. They should have just traded him in the freaking offseason. If you knew you were going to do this anyways, why risk him getting hurt? And it's exactly what happened. I mean, we're, we're it's June right now. It's June 1st right now. I mean, the baseball season is, it's real now, man. We're third through through this thing. All right? Like, uh, and a little bit more, actually. So, I mean, the All-Star game is a month and a half away. And that's, you know, that's when stuff starts to break. So, basically, the Blue Jays would have been essentially four to six weeks away from trading Josh Donaldson. And instead, now he's on the DL again. You know, it, you know I'm not a Blue Jay fan, but to see what they had going, and they really had something special going in which, you know, they were really, really competing in the American League East. They made it to the American League Championship Series. They made it to the playoffs two years in a row. They were selling out every game. They were selling a ton of merchandise. They couldn't even keep up. They sold out of merchandise. They were telling the, the companies, make more, new era, please hurry up. Yeah. Instead, now, whatever. You know, now they're five games under 500. Donaldson, you know, 10-day DL again. I believe the exact term we're looking for here is shit show. I think that's in uh, part of my language, but uh, that's that's the, uh, I think that's the correct term that we're looking for here. All right, so let's get into my plays of the day because, man, we've got a lot of them. Where do we want to start here? Where do we want to start? What sport do we want to start off in here? Let's start off, well, let's start off with baseball since uh, we're talking baseball right now. Let's uh, start off with some baseball. Let's start off with the Bronx Bombers. I don't really like generally, a lot of times if I'm going to take baseball favorites, I'll take a couple of baseball favorites and I'll parlay them together. Uh, but minus 175 is a fair enough price uh, to me for the New York Yankees uh, tonight. I'm not in love with Gray, but I like Gray, um, Gray's anatomy better than I like Kashner's anatomy. I'll tell you that much. It's a price. It's a price that we're laying. Uh, but uh, Baltimore in a lot of trouble. And speaking of teams like trading people and stuff, how long is it until Machado uh, gets dealt? They're going to have to trade him. You know, he's not resigning in Baltimore. So the trade deadline and the pre-trade deadline, teams are going to have to strike first. And uh, it's going to be very interesting this year. But I like the Yankees tonight at minus 175. Uh, we talked about Wheeler. Now, listen, Cam, Cam is correct in that it's not like uh, Chatwood is Roger Clemens or anything like that, but the um, the New York Mets offense at home has been struggling, man. And Wheeler has been struggling as well. The Mets have lost four of his last uh, five starts. He's been tagged for 18 runs in his last five starts. We're talking about the Cubs earlier all day long on the program, about how the Cubs' bats are starting to come alive. Uh, I think the Cubs win this game. I think the number's just a little bit short here at minus 115. The Washington Nationals always screw me. But Strasburg on the on the bump here tonight at minus 140 in Atlanta. Atlanta Atlanta has some injuries. Atlanta is starting to come back to uh, to reality a little bit. They were overachieving and playing over their head for the first uh, the first couple of months uh, here. So I like the Washington Nationals tonight at uh, minus 140. Now, this we were talking about this one with Benny. The Milwaukee Brewers and Benny Ricciardi, and this is where it's a good correlation, guys. So let's say you're not a, a big fantasy guy and you're tuning in right now. You like our show because of the betting talk. But you look at the Milwaukee Brewers. Benny Ricciardi is one of the best fantasy guys out there. And he said, yeah, everyone likes to stack the Yankees tonight. I get it against, uh, against Cashin or the Orioles, but... I like the Milwaukee Brewers stack. And I think the Milwaukee Brewers could be successful uh, tonight. And we talk about the Milwaukee Brewers are like the best team in the National League. All right? The Brewers are like the best team in the National League. The Brewers are the real deal. They're deep as hell. Everyone, oh, they're pitching this, they're pitching that. I told people, don't worry about their pitching. Their pitching will be fine. And another thing about Milwaukee, Milwaukee are going to be in the mix, guys, when it comes to trade deadline. They have money. They wanted, like, Milwaukee isn't, you know, they're not known for throwing money around everywhere. But look, they brought in Lorenzo Cain. They brought in Christian Yelich. was a baseball team that won 86 games last year. They tried to get uh, Jake Arrieta. They tried to get uh, Hugh Darvish. You know, like, they tried to throw money at at another pitcher. And if they're trying to throw money at another pitcher before the year started, they're going to throw money at a pitcher at the trade deadline here. Milwaukee are, are the real deal, and the Chicago White Sox are freaking terrible. Like, the White Sox are terrible. 
and it's only minus 135. I don't want to mush this by talking about how this is too good to be true. It's Hector Santiago against Chase Anderson here this evening. Now, Anderson got hit hard in his last start, but for the most part, he's been okay. I'm not stating uh, he's, I'm not saying he's great, you know. He is what he is what his record says he is, and his earned run. He's going to give up, you know, four or five runs, three, four runs, etc. The thing is, he's playing against the White Sox tonight, and he's actually um, he's actually five and two with a two nine three earned run average in thirteen career interleague uh, games, and five and two against uh, the White Sox. So. I think uh, you know when you when you balance it all out, and I listen. Santiago's not terrible. I sound like Tom Cruise. Santiago, tell us about the file. Talking about Christian Yelich, man. Yelich uh, has had multiple uh, hits in five of his last six baseball games, and he scored runs in uh, in ten games. I actually like Christian Yelich uh, from a DFS standpoint here this evening as well. I just think the number is too low here. You got a team that's thirty six and twenty one against a team that's sixteen and thirty seven. There is absolutely zero home home field advantage for the Chicago White Sox. I mean, what's there not to like about the Milwaukee Brewers here tonight? I'm either really, really right or I'm really, really wrong. And, you know, basically I'm risking about $700 tonight. That's what I have in one of my accounts. And when it's, when it's all said and done, I'm going to have every last uh, penny, every last penny in action. So if you want to start up an account, go to mybookie.ag you get a 50% sign-up bonus. Promo code GTD. Nice and simple. Promo code GTD. You want to support our program? You want to support the uh, the radio station? And you got to support our sponsors. And uh, we're not asking for charity. You get to uh, you get a 50% sign-up bonus, and you get to bet and uh, win money because we've been crushing it. All right. So we're not done with the picks uh, here. We got a lot of them. <laughs> we got a lot of them. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals, Cardinals uh, tonight against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates are fading right now, and Tyon doesn't scare me. All right, the Pittsburgh Pirates have been fading for a couple of weeks uh, right now. And um, the St. Louis Cardinals, these these are teams going in, in two different directions. They're pitchers in two different directions. Jamison Tyon is winless in nine starts right now, guys. All right? Now, listen, he pitched well earlier in the year against them. Uh, he gave up three runs in six and a third innings. All right? But uh, he gave up six runs and eight hits in his last uh, start. <laughs> like, he's, uh, he's 0-4 since April the 8th. He hasn't won since April the 8th. And we're talking about Miklas. Miklas is just on fire right now. Now, Miklas sort of got lucky in his last start, but he's allowed two or fewer runs in seven straight starts, guys. Uh, that was before he, he got roughed up a little bit. Uh, he gave up four runs to Pittsburgh in his last start, but that was at PNC. We talked about Miklas having a 1-5-3 earned run average uh, or to have whatever the hell it was. Yeah, I think it was 1-5-3 uh, at home as opposed to on the road. I like the St. Louis Cardinals here. I like the St. Louis Cardinals. I like the Angels. I like the Angels tonight, hosting Bartolo Colon. We we talked about it. We went on a rambling uh, monologue about how teams usually lose when they get back home in the first game, their first game back. But uh, the Angels didn't have a good road trip, so I think uh, they they're a little bit uh, focused. All right, so uh, not a lot of people know Barria tonight, but uh, Barria Barria pitched well against uh, the Yankees. At least enough to hang around in the game and get himself uh, get himself a, a win. Gave up four runs, but he's been he pitched well before that. He was three and zero with a two seven zero earned run average in the month of May, with the exception of that Yankee game. So it's young against uh, old here with Bartolo Colon. But we talked about it from a fantasy perspective. Valbuena has got two home runs and seven at bats against Bartolo Colon. Kinsler uh, can rake against Bartolo Colon. Uh, Mike Trout has faced Bartolo Colon 18 times. He's 10 for 18. He's got three home runs. All right, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of favorable matchups here. We have Kinsler in our lineup, and uh, 
he was nine for 14 this week against the Detroit Tigers with three doubles, a home run, and three RBIs. I like the Angels uh, tonight. Um, and then finally, in closing, as far as baseball is concerned, I like the Seattle Mariners uh, this evening. Mike Leak on the hill tonight. We talked about how good uh, Mike Leak has been pitching as of late. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, starter by committee tonight, Sergio Romo starting. What the hell is Sergio Romo going to give these guys tonight? Now, now, like we talked about earlier, this is the fifth time this is the fifth time that the Tampa Bay Rays have done this. this. They've been doing this routinely in this spot in the rotation in which they start Romo. And they basically just go into the bullpen after. In the four games, he's never got more than four outs. Right? He's a relief pitcher. He's never got more than four outs, yet they are 2-2 two and two in these games. But they're going to lose this game tonight. It sucks that Robinson Cano got nailed for the juice uh, because, you know, Seattle are a fun team this year. This is a gritty team. They got a bunch of pitchers on this team that nobody talk about, but they just go out and, you know, handle their business. And, you know, the Wade LeBlancs of the world, the Mike Leakes of the world. And, you know, to me, look, you know, do people talk about the fact that Seattle Mariners are 12 games over 500? No. It's a short price tonight, too. Give me the Mariners. Give me the Mariners. So to conclude our baseball picks, Yankees. We'll go with the big boys. Yankees, Cubs, Nationals. Brewers, Cardinals, Angels, Mariners, bonus pick, Detroit Tigers. So we got the New York Yankees minus 175, the Chicago Cubs minus 115, the Washington Nationals minus 140, the Milwaukee Brewers minus 135, St. Louis Cardinals minus 135, the Angels minus 155, the Mariners are now minus 135, and we'll take the Detroit Tigers. So uh, what's that? Uh... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight baseball picks, guys. It's like an infomercial. You think we're done? You think we're crazy? Yes, I am crazy, but we're not done yet. We've got more picks. Picks, 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 and more picks. The New York Yankees, the Chicago Cubs, the Washington Nationals, the Milwaukee Brewers, the St. Louis Cardinals, the California Angels, because that's what I'll call them. Damn it. The Seattle Mariners and the Detroit Tigers are not our only selections. We've got a full slate of Canadian Football League action tonight, guys. And you're thinking, CFL, I don't care about that. Wrong. Wrong. You do care about this because Johnny Manziel is making his debut uh, this evening. And uh, CFL football is good football. And CFL football is on DraftKings. So it'll pay pay dividends to pay attention to what's going on in the preseason. Um, So Johnny Manziel should get a lot of playing time here tonight. So, you know, Masoli's going to play in the first quarter. Masoli has to play well to fend off Johnny Manziel. Masoli, former Oregon Duck quarterback, former Mississippi Rebel uh, quarterback, um, started coming to his own, started to grasp. Canadian football, he takes a couple of years to get used to the bigger field. The football's a little bit bigger. Our balls are bigger, baby. Um, so it should be fun, actually, this game. should be an interesting game. Johnny Manziel... From what I've seen in practice and from what, you know, the reports out of practice are, that Johnny Manziel looks pretty good, actually. Um, That he's focused, he's in shape, he looks pretty good. The Hamilton Tiger Cats know the spotlight's on them. Masoli knows the spotlight is on him. Manziel is fighting for his professional football life right now. And even though I think Manziel is, uh, you know, he's a ways away from being in the National Football League right now, this is a guy that's played in the National Football League. And while the talent is good in the Canadian Football League, there's no reason why Manziel can't have some success running around. And especially in a preseason game, guys. Regular season is different. I think he would have a problem. Preseason, he's going to be against backups. I think Manziel can run around tonight. Give me the Hamilton Tiger Cats on the money line uh, here tonight. Give me the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to beat the Edmonton Eskimos on the money line. Minus 130. That game goes under 55. Give me the BC Lions plus nine and a half. WNBA, we're five and oh this year. Perfect. Mystics minus eight and a half. Mystics, Aces over 167 and a half. Sky plus 10.